Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Wednesday morning. Hoping all is well with you. I am feeling a lot more in place today compared to yesterday. If you didn't tune in yesterday, I had kind of a wild ride. In the morning, my boss told me that he wasn't coming to a meeting, and it pretty much turned everything upside down for the day. So I did that episode on the road. Uh, Happily, not that same situation today. So here I sit in my office, safe and sound, and thank you for sticking with me through that great adventure. (laughs) Okay, so today we're going to be talking about basically a really brief run-through of the past year. Because amazingly, this podcast has been around almost an entire year. I sent my first episode out there into the ether on September 1st, 2021. And here we are, August 2022. Oh my goodness. So there's been an episode every single weekday since September 1st, 2021. There for you and your listening pleasure. So today I just kind of wanted to point out a couple things that I think are really interesting or neat about the past year and how I've learned a few different things and, and well, more than a few different things and just the sorts of topics we've covered. This isn't really to be self-centered or focused, Is at least that's not my point. I'm sorry if it comes off that way. It's more of just looking at this from the interesting perspective of the fact that I, I started this podcast, when, I mean, I never in a million years thought I would do a podcast in my life. I'm not that kind of person. And so average Joe, me, starts a podcast one day. I have two listeners the first day, and one of them didn't even like it. (laughs) So anyway, I just think that it's like crazy that an average person like me starts a podcast, you know, a couple people listening, literally a couple people listening, and it kind of grows over time. And just the fact that like the the demand of, of... Uh, The demand that I put on myself over the past year to put out an episode every weekday really caused me to learn a lot more about creative than I thought I ever would. And that's kind of what I wanted to get out of today was just kind of like, I guess it is kind of self-centered, but but I really don't mean it to be. It's more just like interesting to see somebody starting a podcast about something that they don't know much about, but but they use or they care about or they have some sort of relationship to. And then a year later, what kind of effect does it have if that someone has to put out an episode every weekday for a year, right? Like, that's what I'm getting at. That's what I mean. So let's take a look. So first off, I started the podcast September 1st, 2021, and I said the word Kratom. And it's so funny because I haven't said it that way since, you know, a a week in or something like that, because so many people corrected me and said, it's Kratom, not Kratom. I can't listen to this if you say Kratom, that I started saying Kratom. And, and now I like, I can't think of saying it the other way. It's really funny. So that's the first thing I learned. I had a great conversation with Tristan from Texas. 
this was the first interview that I've ever done. And we we kind of connected through Reddit. He had listened to one of the podcast episodes. So he was, you know, of the first dozen or so people listening. And he reached out and said, hey, I use Kratom. You know, do you want to have a conversation? And we had our first conversation. It was like a half an hour long. And I learned so much. And, and he had such an interesting view of Kratom. He had really bad pain um, through a lot of medical issues with his back and surgeries and things. And I learned a whole lot about the relationship with, you know, pain and how that might relate to Kratom and prescriptions and opioids and, you know, how prescriptions and opioid related medications aren't necessarily a bad thing in and of themselves. I mean, they're taking away pain. And, you know, Tristan was talking about it and saying, I don't want to not use these things. They're like really helpful, but Kratom is just helpful you know, in addition to those things. But I believe he said in an ideal world, he would want to be able to access both of them so that he can take a break or some time off of the other, or if one of them was pulled from him for some reason, he'd be able to use the other. So that was interesting to me. And it's something that I really honestly hadn't thought about before. Quite simply put, I just, I had not thought about that before. So that was another thing. Something else I learned pretty quickly was that people really are disputing the idea of veins and that was in the first week or two as well i just always thought of kratom as red green and white vein kratom and pretty soon someone came to me and said um it's varieties use varieties because like veins and strains and all that like that's not necessarily the best way to tell and that was like totally new to me as well i mean everything was this also, you know, the whole the whole reason I started this podcast was spurred. You know, it's not the whole reason why I started it, but the reason why I, I actually decided to start it was spurred by the World Health Organization, you know, taking Kratom up as something that they would consider through their uh, expert panel on drug dependence and or expert committee on drug dependence rather and and they were going to be taking it up that fall so the you know the whole kratom world was kind of waiting in anticipation of and wondering what they were going to say so that was a huge topic throughout the whole of fall 2021 i shared the story of my brother's addiction that was episode eight and and i got a lot of listens on that so i thought that was neat also thailand decriminalized kratom and I covered a little bit of history of Thailand and why it was criminalized to begin with. And that was fascinating to learn about. That was absolutely fascinating to learn about. I definitely spent some time looking at different states that had enacted their own Kratom Consumer Protection Acts up to that point. And I was really, really uh, interested to learn that there was this framework called the Kratom Consumer Protection Act where there there's like the the kratom community is for overwhelmingly as far as i can tell regulation like like i know that there are people who want it to be completely accessible and not regulated whatsoever but from what i can tell a majority of people who use kratom and want it to be accessible want some sort of regulation in place so that they know the product is safe and that was new to me so already i've had my mind blown three different ways like and, and this was just in the first month or two. Then I started talking to some more people. Um, going into that fall and winter, I ended up talking to Chris Diotis from Happy Hippo. And that was a really great conversation. It was right around the new year. 
and I was fascinated to learn about his story and you know kind of his his idea of what people should watch for as we kind of were taking in the decisions from the World Health Organization on whether Kratom should be considered uh, it, through their critical review process or not. And and then I think I had a valuable lesson too, because Wisconsin House, I think their house, passed uh, Kratom Consumer Protection Act, but then it died in the Senate. I believe that's what happened. I had an episode that I did called, uh, it was season two, episode 42, Wisconsin with the Win explanation point. And I was just so elated to see a Kratom Consumer Protection Act being passed in a state where it was previously like illegal. And I was like, wow, this is an amazing turnaround. Like this is, this is huge. This is huge. And then I found out a few weeks later that it had died in the Senate. And it was like, I don't know, I had to check myself. And I did another episode talking about how wow, I got ahead of myself there. Like I thought just because it passed through a house, it was going to pass through the Senate. And how naive of me, because I'm already very interested in politics and I've seen bills pass a house and then die in the Senate or pass the Senate, die in the House or pass the House in the Senate and then vetoed by the governor. You know, I've seen that happen. But for some reason, I was just so emotionally invested in it and excited that I, I wasn't really thinking straight. And it taught me to kind of be more patient about this sort of thing and understand that this is a really long-term vision to have some sort of national Creating Consumer Protection Act framework, or at least through all the states uh, in place, that this is a long-term thing. Um, Throughout this whole year, I've been learning how the opioid crisis as a backdrop has really influenced how politicians consider Kratom in their own neighborhoods and their own parishes and counties and townships, communities, states, you know, elsewhere, everywhere. Um, Mississippi, there's a, there's a community, I think Pearl River County, I believe it was in Mississippi. Yeah. Pearl River County. That one is, I I got a bit feisty in that episode, (laughs) but there was just so many things that stuck out about Uh, the push to make Kratom illegal there that were just absurd that I did like this long rambling episode and that's when I like got a little fiery more so than I usually am as a person and I had to calm myself down and further get my emotion out of things there was a great conversation that I had with uh, Sean Zamorano and he is the owner of Philly Kratom and he also is an advocate and Pennsylvania is seeing a lot of movement right now. And he's been very, very involved in the advocacy around Kratom in Pennsylvania. And that conversation was great. Let's see, what else did I come across? I learned about yellow types of Kratom, which, uh, where did that come from? What the heck? <laughs> I had a few more conversations with Tristan from Texas, and we've been getting updates from him and, you know, continue to have even longer conversations. I think our last one was like an hour and some change. So we, we start to get carried away, but that's always fun, right? I had a great conversation with Joey from Joey Talks, who's a YouTuber, and you should definitely check out his channel. Um, let's see, what else? I mean, basically, I also came across this idea that creative can be addictive. And I had to form a real opinion on this because when I started the show, I I don't remember if I was under the impression that Kratom was not addictive or if I thought that it could be, but I know that 
talking to people over the course of the year and doing consistent research and looking up studies. That's the other thing, learning how to read research papers. I was finding that there is a potential for addiction to Kratom as there probably is with anything and that you could certainly abuse anything. And I think that that was a big opinion change for me that that Kratom could be abused. It is abused by some and that uh, there's a real strong community opposed to Kratom and why that is and that there's merit behind their argument. And, you know, I found myself a little more in the center than I originally had on this. So I, I think that now a year later, I'm like a little more cautious when it comes to thinking about Kratom, but also getting listeners emails has been so helpful in checking me even as I'm changing and checking myself <laughs> so that I'm like, well, even though I'm like trying to be factual and, and not emotional, you know, based off of these past experiences and lessons, you know, there was one listener in particular, it was like, I think at the same time, it's important to point out something that's not true when it's not true and to point out something that's true when it's true and to like not be embarrassed or ashamed of the fact that you can take a position on something. That's not exactly their words, but that was part of what I gathered from their email. And I think it was right. And so I made a point of saying, I think in the next episode after that, look, I am very much open about the fact that I think that Kratom can be abused and that if there's there's more research needs to be done and that who knows it could be dangerous but it is important to note that to date i'm not seeing the evidence that says so and that that's an important distinction and that needs to be said out loud and we can't ignore that i also learned a whole lot about the reported deaths that you know over over the past two decades three decades even there's some evidence uh, and some reports of, especially in Colorado, that say that are kratom-related deaths in the obituaries or the autopsies, and how all of them, all but one actually, um, all but one of them were proven to have other substances involved. And the number of different substances involved in those deaths is incredible. Incredible. Never would have guessed it. Anything else here? Oh, um, I guess just like the fact that there are all these different names for Kratom, but like, are they actually different? You know, what is a main da? That sort of thing. Those episodes I always enjoyed because afterwards I'd be like, what the heck have I been taking this whole time? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, covering a few articles is always great. Some opinion pieces. Morgan Godvin. I love the way she writes and she who's a former addict and former uh, person who was in prison and she's a writer now um, and she uses Kratom or did use Kratom recently at least. Um, she has a lot of great opinion pieces about Kratom from from her perspective, which is, you know, she's wearing a number of hats and, and I really loved reading those articles and kind of coming up with some takeaways from those that, that I can relate to or I can't relate to. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'll leave it there. I don't want to ramble too long but just wanted to do kind of a very brief summary or, or overview of just some of the, I mean, those are just scratching the surface, but just some of the lessons that I've been learning and some of the things I've been uh, talking to people about over the past year. And none of this would have happened if I hadn't started this podcast and just like jumped off the cliff. Like I literally just decided one day, I just got to buy a microphone. Like if I do it, if I buy a microphone, then I'm going to have to do the podcast because then I'll have this microphone sitting here. And if I don't do it, 
it'll be a waste of money. I don't have much money, so it really would be something that I'd feel guilty about and it's going to stare me in the face every day. So I'm going to have to do it. And 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 I'm just I'm glad that I did because I've learned so much and it just makes me think how much more is there to learn? I, I had a few emails at the beginning saying like I don't think you're going to be able to come up with a topic every day for for like for I don't think they were saying a year. I think like, you know, are you even going to be able to fill a month? And I was like, probably not. <laughs> but here I am. I mean, they just, all these things just naturally pop up everywhere. And and you all are a great source of material and also inspiration. And I love when you write into me, you like, you make this show. It is for you. This show isn't for me. I'm just trying to like narrate one creative user's experience as he researches all the stuff, talks to a lot of people, finds this information and tries Kratom. But like, it's it's for you. And I do hope with all my heart that you understand that. And finally, to wrap this one up, I want to thank you all. You all are amazing, to say the least. That doesn't do it justice, but I hope you know what I mean. And um, whether it's a day like like today where my nose is stuffy from allergies or a day like last week where my nose was stuffy from a cold <laughs> through thick and thin uh, sickness and health. This isn't a marriage, but I mean, through all those things, you guys have just been so supportive and you keep coming back for more. So I'm going to keep providing it. Thank you so much for listening and we'll be back tomorrow. Let's, let's finish out this year strong and start a new one even stronger starting September. All right, everybody take it easy. We'll be back tomorrow. Bye-bye.